Welcome to episode 117 of the Hard Truth About B2B Commerce. I'm your co-host Isaiah, and I'm back with with just Tim on our, I don't know what third or fourth the uh, solo cast or duo cast. I think they call it solo cast. You know the uh, <laughs> when it's no guest, but that's with one person usually. <laughs> well, you're, you're you're right. It's very rare that we do this, but I, it, we should probably do it more. I mean, I think we said that the last time we. I did agree. It. There's no reason not to take a pause and just kind of soak up some of the things our guests have said or things that we've heard from clients or that we know out in the industry. Right. Things we're doing, right? I mean, That's every month, doing. I feel like we're always seeing and doing more things. I mean, I'm uh, I'm getting pretty obsessed with the All In podcast. Have you listened to that? I and have listened to All In. It's, I think it's just the same four guys, right? Yeah. Um, and yeah. they don't. They don't do guests, right? Or at least maybe they do sometimes, but I think it's a lot of podcasts don't do guests. And, and, you know, I'm glad we do because we need a little bit of that expertise and the specialization, but you know, there are times when we can just do this. B2B is so complicated, right? It's been very valuable to have all these. I've learned so much just from the guests, but I think sometimes uh, there's just a lot we have to, to tell people. So that'll be the 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 purpose of today. It's a new year, 2024, <laughs> maybe what our second or third, you know, recording of the new year. So yeah. Yeah. Happy 2024 to everybody. And uh, you know, I really don't have specific shout outs except from people who've I've already, you know, shout shouted out to on the podcast. <laughs> so I'm just gonna encourage more folks to, you know, to reach out and always say hello. Uh, but I do need to pause for our sponsor mention, and then we can dive in and talk a little bit more about uh, what we're thinking for 2024. Balance is a B2B e-commerce payment solution that works well for you and for your buyers. It offers a seamless one-click checkout for almost any payment method, including ACH, wire, checks, cards, even terms. It's used by leaders in B2B e-commerce, and it's as easy as buying a shirt from Amazon. Check them out at getbalance.com. Book a session and tell them what your needs are. They are the first dedicated payment platform for B2B e-commerce, 100% tailored to your needs. Thanks again to our sponsor, Balance. Uh, Isaiah, how do you want to kick this off? What do you uh, you think? Yeah, I mean... um... It's 2024. I feel like it's an interesting year in, in everything, <laughs> the world. <laughs> like, there's a lot of things going on, but specifically to B2B e-commerce, I think what's going to be interesting about this year is that that the innovation, I think you're going to see more of the leaders separate from the laggards and mm-hmm. the technology is getting easier to adopt Yep. In terms of, you know, Shopify editions, which we'll get into yep. big commerce, B2B editions maturing, Adobe commerce, B2B has been around for a while now, and that's getting mature. The B2B technology of the e-com platforms that I think is maturing. And I think the companies that have adopted these things and are deeper down that path are, are going to start to separate themselves a little bit more and more from the kind of companies resisting, I guess, the digital transformation. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, I think the way I kind of set the stage in my mind, too, is that we've gone through a couple phases in sort of what B2B e-commerce is and yeah. how people look at it. And we are really on that on that cusp of something else, because now there is a maturity, right? There's also been a consolidation 
you know, yeah. I would say. And, and another thing that's happened is that uh, people are at this phase where they've already done like, you know, this is maybe their second, you know, or even third or fourth or their third or their fourth you know, yeah. it's no longer like, Oh, we've never done anything. What do yeah. we do now? It's like, how do we upgrade? How do we put these things together? How do we take advantage? I think, of tech, you know, to that point, I think Hybris, SAP Hybris or uh, Hybris got acquired by SAP Mm-hmm. was kind of like the big B2B player, I think, let's say call it the mid-2010s, maybe, or like yeah. late 2005 to 2015. And I feel like that was maybe the first major adoption, like platform adoption of bigger B2B merchants. And mm-hmm. what I'm noticing is some of those merchants are starting to explore other options now. And they're yeah. starting to realize, you know, this is now maybe in some ways the legacy tech there's all these new things and i feel like you're gonna see this like new wave and you're gonna see some of those guys go to commerce tools or whatever it may be right and you're seeing them go to their second third fourth iteration of their website you know i I also see something interesting and i don't know if you've seen this as much but a lot of my clients uh say you know hey tim i see that Microsoft is doing so many things. And of course their relationship with OpenAI and blah, 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 all of these things. And they say, does it make sense to, for me to think again about Microsoft and what they offer when I never used to think about them? So I, I get questions like that because they see one trend, you know, or one set of tech or tools yeah. or changes like AI, right? And they look at the leaders and they say, well, who's connected? And then they also maybe know about like dynamics and they think dynamics is wonderful. And then they're like, well, what should I do? Should I go all in on Microsoft? I think Microsoft is a great example. One, well, one, I think they're pushing that one of the big things that I think is going to happen this year in the next probably two years, 2024, 2035, maybe spill into 2026, right? The next two, three years is a massive cloud ERP adoption. And Microsoft is a good example. There's a lot of people on, the old Navision and um, I forget what is, is it AX or um, there's two or three versions of the old uh, Microsoft. And I think they're forcing, I I don't even think it's a choice. I think the support for that has like literally ended or is ending and you're going to have to go to, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And you're going to have to go to 365. And so I think that cloud adoption of Microsoft will be a push in the right direction. I do think that, that some of the limitation of B2B e-commerce is these legacy ERP systems where their APIs don't really work. You can't get really get real-time information and it makes it really hard to do e-commerce. And I think Microsoft is a good example of a backend leading that charge to, to be more cloud focused. What's interesting about Microsoft though, is they don't, they technically have an e-commerce offering, but it's not oh, really, yeah. they don't yeah. really have an e-commerce offering, but it's also surprising to me. They haven't, acquired or partnered with I know. Uh, they, they don't cool. have an official partnership as far as i know with like adobe or my big commerce or obviously it's not going to be hybris because sap right it's not going to be hybris it's probably not going to be oracle right probably so to me it would make sense that it would either be adobe yeah. uh magento or uh big commerce Maybe shoppers. Yeah, big commerce. They they like to talk a lot at Microsoft, and and you know yeah. I had these conversations directly with them about big commerce, which is interesting. So I wonder if there's something else happening behind the scenes because they will bring up big commerce without me bringing it up. 
you know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite surprising. I mean, that maybe there's something in the works. Like, there's probably, you know, how about prediction number one? Big Commerce and Microsoft Dynamics will announce a partnership in 2024. <laughs> you know what? Let's just throw it out <laughs> let's there. Start. Well, let's yeah, uh, who knows, right? We didn't, we didn't really come up with a format for this podcast, but we're going to start throwing out some predictions. So that's one of my predictions. I'm Micro- all for that. Microsoft I'm and Big Commerce will formalize a partnership, you know, back office, front office with with Big Commerce. So well, I'll I'll make another prediction. It's yeah, in a different category, but it was something I've been thinking about and talking about with a, a couple different clients, and it's yeah, it really use I use the term self serve a lot where. You know, B2B, everything used to be, you know, not self-serve. It's like the salesperson and then there were all these intermediaries. But really, it's moving to something where it's like everything has a self-serve component or the entry level for everything has a self-serve component. And that's sort of how they're having this conversation internally. It's not saying automation or digitization or, you know, another term. They're like, how do we have it self-serve for our clients, you know? How do we do that? Would you call it like digitally assisted sales or digitally, yeah, yeah, kind of like assisted, but there's still maybe a human component at a certain level, right? Is that kind of how you're thinking about it? But I think it's really become like, it's just now like we have to do this. Yeah. You know, it it must be happen at least at some level for every single So your prediction is that some level in B2B across the categorizations, you will will see an adoption of some level of self-serve. That's what so I co- signups. It's yep. it's still quite amazing how much you can't even sign up for a B two B account without going through a human being. That most That's a true. lot of distributors and manufacturers you cannot order. And but there's more frustration on the yeah. part of everybody seeing that, right? I yeah. mean, so you're coming up against it. And you're like, you know, I don't really want to deal with this anymore. Yeah, I want it to be easier, and so. I think that the business the on the other side, you know, people are saying, well, how do I deal with that? And yeah. it's, it's, I think that is a big change, you know, from even just a couple of years ago where it's like, well, you know, we'll figure it out and we'll do X, Y, and Z. Now it's like, they really have to address it, you know, in a more direct way. Well, I think uh, not to kind of tutor our own own, but balance our partner sponsor, I think Thank you, is, is an underrated <laughs> example of like, I think a lot of the, hang up is because companies are concerned with fraud and bullshit and you know people signing up and then not being not fulfilling their purchase orders or and and I think that technology can be automated obviously through a balance and 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 that kind of mechanism and I don't think it's an excuse anymore to say oh we have to do a manual check on people mm-hmm. um yeah and, and you could always have like a flag or like hey this thing raises red flags we're going to deny them or Sure, you know, sure, sure. just like any automation where you, you fill out these applications and they kind of approve or deny you. And it's never going to be perfect, but I do think that you could have some sort of automation around a business account. Maybe it forces you to put in your EIN number and it does a real-time check to make sure it's a real business or, you know, obviously it's going to be hard to do this like internationally. I think in the oh, U.S., in the United yeah. States, this is very feasible. I think this is a solvable problem to your to your point yeah, you know, at least like sign up for account exactly exactly i mean you know just start somewhere that's why it's sort of like at the base level is is i think it needs to be a given at the base level and then you just keep you know upping the game and yeah. saying well how far can we go with self-serve yeah can i have somebody 
you know, place their reorders for the year, you know, all on their own, you know, is, or is that something where I must assist? Like, must I get in there and, and be involved? Right. Well, I, I mean, think uh, like, to your point, it's like, start with the base levels. Like what is the most basic thing that's manual that could be automated, right?